0: Lake Effect brings you conversations about what's happening in Milwaukee and the people, places, and organizations that shape our community. This is Lake Effect Spotlight from WUWM, Milwaukee's NPR. Ascension Columbia St. Mary's Hospital on the east side of Milwaukee has been facing concerns from physicians and patients. Staffing shortages at the hospital have been connected to Ascension's attempts to save money, while some patients have reportedly been left without proper medical attention, or have been sent to other facilities. Nurses and doctors have been leaving the hospital due to these conditions, which has led to staff working more hours without the necessary support or compensation. Many of these issues first came to light through the reporting of journalist Ellie Fishman, who investigated the hospital for Milwaukee Magazine. Her piece was published in this month's Milwaukee Magazine, and she joins Lake Effect's Joy Powers to talk about her reporting.
1: I actually... Started reporting this story at my mailbox because I had received care at that hospital at Columbia St. Mary's. And I started getting letter after letter announcing doctor resignations. And the first one, when the first one came in the spring, I thought nothing of it. And then another one came, and then another one came, and then more came. And I thought, this is odd. I'm not used to getting this many resignations in a row. And as a journalist, it just piqued my curiosity. And I started making phone calls and talking to doctors and nurses and hospital staff, many of whom are anonymous in the story because they still work there or they fear retribution. But what they reported were really alarming conditions. And for me, actually, what I realized was some of the strange moments in my care aligned with systemic issues in the hospital. When they were happening to me, I didn't quite understand that that's what was going on, labs getting lost, things like that, long waits. But then as I reported it and I talked to more and more hospital staff, I realized this was happening on a really big scale inside the hospital. And it was happening so much that many hospital employees felt like it was no longer a safe place to take care of patients.
2: The number of resignations really speaks to the many concerns that seem to have come from doctors, nurses, and then, of course, patients. But this isn't actually something that started with the pandemic, because that was my initial thought. You know, the pandemic really exacerbated resources. So many hospitals are struggling. This is something that predates The pandemic. Uh, It seems like it started happening in about 2017. What what are the kinds of changes that started happening around that time? The New York Times did a really good investigation
1: into Ascension's finances, and it's part of their series this year where they're looking at nonprofit health networks across the country because so many of them, especially the biggest ones like Ascension, which is a multi-billion dollar nonprofit are seemingly no longer aligned with their mission of, you know, receiving tax benefits in order to take care of those who can't afford care, those who need it most. And Ascension is no exception, according to this New York Times report. While they're paying their executives and upper management millions of dollars a year, One in particular is paid, I believe, $11 million annually to take care of Ascension's Wall Street portfolio. They are cutting costs on the hospital level, on the care level, in order to keep slim margins and remain profitable. So that is not something that started happening in the pandemic. That's actually something that, as you said, predates COVID. And That really hobbled the hospital when the pandemic hit because they were already running with such slim staff. At
2: Ascension Columbia, St. Mary's specifically, we see kinds of waves of people leaving. One of the things your article talks about is the wave of nurses who left after the vaccine mandate, but then the wave of nurses who left because they weren't being compensated for the amount of extra work they were now having to do with all of these people missing. How is this mass exodus of people impacting the care at this hospital? Well, it can't be good. (laughs)
1: One of the things that I discovered in this reporting is that the more people left, the harder it was on those who remained. And while this is happening in a lot of hospitals, and a lot of hospitals have turned to travel nurses or temporary contract nurses, it's a stopgap. It's not a long-term solution. Someone in the story said it's like putting a Band-Aid on top of the Titanic as it's about to hit the iceberg, to give you a visual. (laughs) So you have nurses who are exhausted, they're working 36 hours straight, they're stressed out. A lot of them are walking away with their own PTSD from what they're seeing and the struggle it is to kind of just stay afloat in this job through the pandemic and with such short staffing. So that's going to have an impact on patients and patient care. And nurses at Columbia St. Mary's have been raising the alarm for a long time and have felt like it's fallen on deaf ears.
2: I mean, your story in Milwaukee Magazine, it starts with a description of a specific situation, a doctor at the hospital who had huge delays to a necessary surgery and who ultimately decided not to have the surgery done at the hospital. It, It really speaks to the lack of faith that so many physicians now have in this facility. Can you describe what that situation was like, why he ultimately decided this is unsafe? Yeah. So Dr. Stoll, who's a spinal orthopedic
1: surgeon, shared his experience working at Columbia St. Mary's with me. And he's someone who's been working in Milwaukee and in the community for decades and says in the article he's worked out of 40 plus operating rooms around the globe. And the operating room at Columbia St. Mary's is the worst he's ever seen. So that's a serious indictment of the situation. And for him, it was a reflection of all of these issues, staffing shortages, new staff were coming in who weren't properly trained. So not a lot of institutional knowledge or just general training necessary to have a safe and well-equipped operating room, and also long wait times for serious surgeries where every minute that passes, the risks are elevated, the risks for the patient. And he reached a tipping point and just decided it's actually safer to delay my patient's surgeries than perform them at Columbia St. Mary's. And so he put in his notice and he applied for privileges at another hospital.
2: One of the departments where we're seeing this uh, play out, not just at uh, Ascension Columbia St. Mary's Hospital, but across the Ascension hospitals here in Milwaukee, Uh, it's in the obstetrics department, specifically it's care for pregnant women and newborns. Uh, It's pretty startling What has happened with how they care for for pregnant people and newborns? Right. So
1: just before my story came out, there was an announcement from Ascension that they were closing their labor and delivery wing at their St. Francis Hospital, which is a hospital that serves the Southside community. And their reasoning was that they just couldn't, properly staff it. And the truth is they hadn't been properly staffing it. I heard that women in labor would show up and the lights would just be off and they would have nowhere to go. That's a horrifying situation to be in. And some of those women had really severe symptoms or really severe situations like preeclampsia, which can lead to seizure or stroke if you're not cared for immediately. So there were problems in how that wing was run for a while, but I don't think anyone wanted the solution to be closing it because now where are those women going to go? Who's going to serve that community? And there's been a lot of outcry about that. There have been protests at City Hall. There have been protests at the head of Ascension Wisconsin's home. There's been a lot of coverage around that. And then at Columbia St. Mary's, the OBGYN group started at the beginning of 2022 with 11 doctors. And by this past fall, it dropped down to four, two or three of whom were part-time. So something was going wrong. And what I came to understand is that it just felt really impossible to keep patients safe. And that goes back to this nursing shortage on a regular OB floor. The appropriate ratio is one nurse for every patient. And that wasn't happening. And not only was that not happening, the numbers got so out of whack that doctors were told to implement what was called a diversion and redirection plan, which meant that when a woman in labor called the hospital this past summer, they were told to go somewhere else because the hospital could not take them. And that's a direct result of these staffing shortages. So you can imagine how that would feel to a doctor who had been taking care of their patient for nine months, once a month, once a week, if not more. And it gets to this point where it's go time, and you have to tell them, you can't take care of them, you have to send them somewhere else. That's not how the
2: job is supposed to go. That's not how care is supposed to look. If you're just tuning in, this is Lake Effect. I'm Joy Powers, and I'm speaking with journalist Ellie Fishman about what's happening at Ascension Columbia St. Mary's Hospital. Now, we've talked about some of the impact of these unsafe working conditions, or at least what doctors and nurses, physicians have felt is maybe unsafe. But there's been a lot of stuff that has happened as a result of this, including the hospital almost losing its accreditation, it seems. We've seen the medical college pull out their uh, residents from the hospital. How are these working conditions impacting the hospital overall?
1: What I was looking at in my story were the individual experiences of nurses and doctors, surgeons, hospital staff who shared how chaotic and even unsafe the hospital felt. As an institution, I also wanted to understand basically what you're asking, how this looked on a bigger scale. So I looked at records from the Wisconsin Hospital Association and the Department of Health and Human Services, which showed that what I was hearing from my own sources were not isolated incidences. They were happening across the hospital. And in August, the hospital was temporarily denied its accreditation by JACO, which is an organization that accredits hospitals, meaning, among other things, it means Medicaid will cover patients who get care at the hospital. Columbia St. Mary's has since been re-accredited, but that was a red flag to me. And then I found that there were several citations from the state that also were alarming They pointed to issues of patient safety and sanitation, too. Patients who waited on a bedpan for far too long. Patients who cried out in horrible pain and couldn't reach anyone for more than 10 minutes. Pretty horrifying stuff. So that showed me that this is a hospital-wide issue. And since the story has come out, The hospital, Columbia St. Mary's, announced that they would delay all elective surgeries through the end of February, which is a big deal because that's how hospitals make their money. And also, other places are launching their own investigations, like the journal Sentinel just ran a big story on Sunday about issues inside the hospital. So their issues are not going away. And I think what my report, which came out in late December, has done is kind of open the door for people to start asking questions and start investigating what else is going on.
2: Well, we shall see what the future holds for this hospital and for our community. Ellie, thank you so much for joining us here on Lake Effect and sharing your work.
0: Thank you. Ellie Fishman is a reporter whose piece on Ascension in Columbia St. Mary's Hospital was featured in this month's Milwaukee Magazine. Fishman spoke with Lake Effect's Joy Powers. You can find more interviews like this one by visiting wuwm.com slash lakeeffect. And while you're there, subscribe to the Lake Effect Spotlight Podcast.